Welcome to Creativity Before Capital, the podcast for business transformation. This podcast will focus on operational excellence and lean tools needed to deliver value to your operations. We will cover many topics in many different industries. I'm your host, Rob Dotson. Podcast number eight, Metrics Drives Behavior. Metrics drive behavior, good or bad, metrics will drive it. Many times I see a company has good intentions to add metrics to measure an operation or even sometimes to incentivize employees. But are your metrics driving the correct behavior? A while back I was working for a company, I'll keep the name to myself, the company was making a product and one of their metrics was to produce X amount of units per day. The company ran into a supply issue with one of their components and their supplier was not able to meet the demand and it would be delayed for at least three to six weeks. The management team decided to continue producing the products without the needed parts installed. They decided to build the units and store them off-site at a location and install them once the parts came in. Well, the three to six weeks turned into nine weeks and units were accumulating in an off-site storage facility. The next thing the client knew the problem was out of hand and of course they didn't have the resources to handle all the rework that it would take a long time to catch up and the product was taking up a lot of space. Just as you thought it couldn't get any worse, they didn't even need the parts in the first place. As I was trying to help them figure out how we got here and how we would dig out of this issue, I was surprised they told me they had to produce so many units per day to meet their bonus plan. So even though the units needed one part to finish the factory, still received credit as being complete. When I asked why, it became very clear it was to meet a metric that was tied to multiple people's incentive program. This explained why they were building something they did not need and they did not build it correctly. The management team was performing in an opportunist and dysfunctional behavior. From the examples in the story, we can distinguish two basic types of consequences. People trying to play the numbers so they don't have to alter their actions. The second one, measurements impacting people. The metrics put in place was driving dysfunctional behavior. We use a process called SMART goals. It's an acronym, S-M-A-R-T. It's criteria defined uh, by Peter Drucker's management objectives. So to make sure your goals are clear and reasonable, each one should be specific, simple, sensible, significant, measurable, meaningful, and motivation, achievable, agreed, and attainable, relevant, reasonable, realistic, resource result based time bound time limited time sensitive timely how do you use smart goals let's just break down each one of them the, the five so number one specific your goals should be clear and specific otherwise you won't be able to focus on the efforts or feel truly motivated to achieve it when drafting your goals answer the five w questions what do i want to accomplish where is the goal important? Who is involved? Where is the location? And which resources are involved? The second one, measurable. It's important to have measurable goals so that you can track your progress and stay motivated. Accessing progress helps you stay focused, meet your deadlines, and feel the excitement of getting closer to achieving your goal. A measurable goal should address questions such as how much, how many, how will I know when it's accomplished? Number three, 
achievable. Your goal needs to be realistic and attainable to to be successful. In other words, it should stretch your abilities but still remain possible. When you set achievable goal, you may be able to identify previous overlooked opportunities or resources that could bring you closer to it. An achievable goal will usually answer the question such as, how can I accomplish this goal? How realistic is the goal based on the other constraints? The fourth one, relevant. This step is about ensuring your goals matters to you and that you're also aligned with other relevant goals. We all need to support and assist in achieving our goals, but it's important to retain control over them. So make sure your plans to drive everyone forward, but you are still responsible for achieving your own goals. A relevant goal can answer yes to these questions. Does this seem worthwhile? Is this the right time? Does this match other efforts needed? Am I the right person to reach this goal? And the fifth one, time bound. Every goal needs a target date so that you have a deadline to focus on something to work towards. This part of the SMART goal, goal criteria helps prevent everyday tasks from taking priority over long-term goals. A time-bound goal will usually answer the following questions. When? What can I do for six months from now? What can I do in six weeks from now? What can I do today? I believe the definition of SMART acronym may need updating to reflect some of the importance of effectiveness and feedback to expand to include extra focus on areas. Um, so I'll add an ER to the end of it called smarter goals. So for example, the E is for evaluate and reviewed. Evaluate and reviewed is one of the things that was missing from the example I had mentioned earlier on in, in this uh, story. All goals without a plan is a wish and goals without metrics are a joke. I'm Rob Dodson. Thanks for listening.